1: Welcome to the Rotowire DFS MLB Podcast, Wednesday edition. Hi there, baseball fans. I'm Paul Bruno, and I'm joined once again by John McKechnie, and we're coming at you on August 23rd. And, John, I'm very excited to share news about the first-ever fantasy sports show this weekend in Toronto. It's a three-day affair, and I'm among the featured speakers, along with a few of our buddies who are going to make the trip north. Sadly, you are not among this group. I'm disappointed by that, but I tell you, I'm pretty uh, pretty geeked about being able to talk about three or four different sports in three separate uh, lecture halls, and then participating in a live NFL draft. I'm all set for all of it. Can't wait. That, that's
2: awesome. I, I'm I'm really excited for you. I, I, like you said, I, unfortunately, I won't be up in Toronto uh, this weekend. Now that you've you've got the the Vegas NFL draft under your belt. Um, have you done some more drafts to you know get yourself ready to dominate this one in front of like a room full of people
1: you know what I'm 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 not worried to, because I'm leaning heavily on the rotowire information uh, the guys at, at head office have done a great job keeping the note, news and notes up to date and there's some interesting interesting stuff that we'll get into later on when we talk about the fan duel read today we're starting a promotional read for for football and I want to save a couple of tidbits for that but uh, there I'm ready for it buddy I, I'll represent don't worry there you go. <laughs> Before we get into our breakdown of f- top Fanduel picks for tonight's games, I invite you to follow me, Paul Bruno, at StatsMan22, and you can follow John at Johnny mckex John, let's get through the t- today's matchups. A quick preview of projected starters. I'll note that two games are uh, early starts, including your Orioles, so no ba- no Baltimore talk for you today. That's going to be a bit tough.
2: It's going to be tough, but I think it's probably a a good thing for the listeners. (laughs) They they don't want to hear me just keep yammering on about how I think Manny Machado is going to turn around. He has, though. He has. Yeah, he has. (laughs) Had to fit it in there anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But. All right, here we go. Getting into tonight's slate. Here we got a, a matchup of, of true aces in Justin Nicolino and the Marlins going to Philadelphia to face Mark Leiter Jr. and the Phillies. Uh, Mark Leiter, one and three record, four three eight ERA, going against Nicolino again, four eleven ERA for him. That's a seven five start. Then we have the Dodgers' veteran lefty Rich Hill, nine and four record, three five four ERA, going to Pittsburgh to face Trevor Williams and the Pirates. Uh, Dodgers, pretty heavy road favorites here, minus one seventy over or under set at nine it's a 7.05 start then we're moving to arguably the best pitching matchup of the night uh, in all seriousness with Corey Kluber in the Indians uh, Corey Kluber 12 and 3 record 2.67 ERA uh, hosting the Red Sox and Drew Pomeranz, 12 and 4 record 3.31 ERA Indians pretty heavily favored though minus uh, 190 with a very low over under of seven and a half There, then we have your Blue Jays with Marcus Stroman, eleven and six record, two nine nine ERA, slight road favorites down in Tampa Bay facing Austin Pruitt uh, with a six and four record, five three seven ERA. Over under there set at eight and a half. Then we're gonna have the Yankees with Luis Severino, ten and five record. with a 3.18 ERA, heavy heavy road favorites uh, at minus 220, going against Detroit and Jordan Zimmerman, who has a seven and ten mark with an ERA just under six. Then we're going to have the Cubs with, with uh, Mike Montgomery, three and six record with a 3.64 ERA. Cubs. Uh, rel- relatively heavy road favorites there at minus 150 uh, going to Cincinnati to face Asher Wojciechowski uh, three and two mark five three six ERA the over under set at 10 there so it's going to be smart to get some uh, bat exposure in that one then we're going to have the Diamondbacks with Zach Godley five and six mark three one three ERA going to Queens to face the Mets and Chris Flex in two and two record six five five ERA Diamondbacks minus 165 favorites in that one
1: there's some uh, strange and inviting lines among those and some of the ones that I'm going to pick today. This could be a good day for for betting against the spread, I think. There's some, some tasty ones out there, John, including some of the following, perhaps. The Mariners throw Erasmo Ramirez, converted relief uh, pitcher. Up against Atlanta, uh, Ramirez is five and four with a 4.52 ERA. The visitors are favored minus minus 125. The over/under nine and a half against Atlanta, and their inning eater, RA Dickey, eight and eight, 3.98 is the ERA for that 7.35 start. Then we move to eight ten, a battle of veterans. One is having a fine year; the other one not so much. Urban Santana and the Twins uh, bring Santana's 13 and seven record, a 3.33 ERA. They're favored minus 160 with the over/under set at ten. Into Chicago to face the White Sox and James Shields, not so big game anymore. Two and four, <laughs> five seventy two, the ERA. Eight ten is the start time there. The Nationals throw Edwin Jackson, his four and two record, a two ninety two ERA at Houston, and Mike fires seven and eight is his record of the four thirty two ERA. Home standing Astros, a minus one seventy favorite, and a marquee matchup uh, team wise, I guess you could say. The uh, over under set at nine and a half. Eight ten is the start time there the Rockies throw Antonio Senzatella, I love saying that name, uh, John, 10-4 <laughs> is the record, Benin. 4.56 ERA at K- Kansas City, and uh, Ian Kennedy, uh, pretty much a gas can this year, Four nine the record, 5.06 the ERA, despite that, KC's a favorite, minus one thirty. the over-under set at 9, I'm surprised by that one, 8.15 start time, Padres throw Julius Chassin, eleven 11.8's the record, 3.98's the ERA at St. Louis and Luke Weaver, one and one is his mark. 3.31 the ERA and minus 185 for the home-standing cards. The over/under set at eight and a half for that 8:15 start. And finally, in the late start, the uh, Texas Rangers throw Andrew Kashner seven and nine the record. 3.31 the ERA against the Angels and Andrew Heaney in his second start the uh, home. Club uh, the Angels minus 150 favorites. The over under set at nine for that 1008 start. John, let's get into this. Beginning with our starting pitchers, let's take a look at the top end of the FanDuel board where we see Kluber far and away ahead of the class. Severino and Stroman join join him as the three options priced above nine thousand. Now, last week, I'll remind our listeners, I was on Stroman who delivered big time for me. He's been on a long streak of quality starts, and that run continues as of this recording. But the, the Rays are always giving the Jays trouble, particularly in Tampa. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm laying off that one. And Corey Kluber priced too high for me. He faces a Bosox team that could... Uh rise up and bite you because they, they can hit you one through nine not a lot of power there but but they get on base a lot and uh, they throw uh, Drew Pomeranz, who's coming off some back troubles recently into that matchup that leaves Luis Severino for me who's allowed more than one earned run only once in his last seven starts and he faces a reeling Tiger squad with Zimmerman on the mound he's been drilled in each of his last two, uh, two outings so that's my case for going Severino in Severino's direction of this trio make your case John for these three guys tonight
2: yeah, no, I, d- I definitely uh, like what you're saying about Severino, and, and his road splits are decidedly better than his home ones. He's got a two four ERA, a one oh eight WHIP uh, away from Yankee Stadium. Uh, heaviest uh, favorites on the board tonight, despite being on the road. So a lot of things going in Severino's uh, favor there. Uh, with Kluber, though, what, what's interesting is that I think the combination of the price. Uh, The last start out when he left with a bit of an ankle, even though, you know, Francona has been saying no issues there. He's full go. Full go to go however long he needs to uh, tonight, and I think going against the Red Sox at, at that price all kind of will combine to to drive Kluber's price down a little bit. And you know when you do roster a guy like Kluber that's over eleven thousand, you have only three thousand to spend on average on the rest of your position players. Um, so you really do have to get crafty with it. Um, I do like Kluber to post the best number among the starting pitchers tonight but i don't trust myself to to build uh quite the lineup that i would like with with the bats that i'm targeting given some of the other pitchers uh going tonight um to where i'd be satisfied with the kluber lineup at least for gpp purposes um so i'm probably leaning away from him and then uh, to your point on stroman uh he's obviously been very solid um as well of late i i am a little concerned that he is facing the Rays for the second time in a row though right
1: Right. That's a, that's an important consideration. Uh, on top of everything else that we highlighted about that matchup, uh, it scares me to death, to be honest with you, as a, as a Jays fan, of course, with yeah. the, the, the flickering light of, of contention almost out for my club. Up next, we'll highlight the group from $8,800 down to $7,800. At the top of this list, we see Rich Hill, who's allowed three earned runs or less in each of his last 10 starts. A couple of those were only five-inning affairs, so you can't hang the quality start moniker on him throughout all 10 but really rock solid he faces a pirate squad that's two and eight in their last 10 games uh, Santana, for his part, has had four straight solid starts and continues a pretty strong year for him. And he faces the worst team in the AL, the White Sox, so that makes him attractive too. And I like the possibilities with Zach Godley a lot. Uh, his ability to rack up big strikeout totals uh, is uh, backed up by that potent D backs lineup facing a Mets team and struggling starter in Flexen. That's my thumbnail on the top three guys in this range. Are you on any of them or others in this group, John?
2: Um, I, I think my, my problem with Rich Hill is the same problem that I've had with him through th- for most of the season. You know, the K's are going to be there uh, tonight. You, you know, he, he's pitching for a team that you assume is going to win, uh, you know, and an pretty much any given night. And he's going against a Pirates team that, that um, you know, is 27th and waited on base over the last month. Um, but Chris er, Rich Hill only gone over six innings once in his last five appearances, and that was an outing in which he went six and a third. So really, you're hoping that that his strikeouts, you're hoping he gets maybe six innings, uh, maybe seven or eight strikeouts. You're really, really kind of banking on that otherwise you know i just don't like hill's ability to get deep enough into games to make you feel uh really safe there uh godley obviously he's been solid of late especially in, in the strikeout rate uh the mets similarly bad um lately in terms of weighted on base at ninth overall and it is in city field which is much better than chase field if you're a pitcher so i like the Godley call um but i i think i'm gonna target luke weaver here he's, he's a young young player that um He's taking Wainwright's spot in the rotation after Wainwright uh, went on the shelf. He only has a, two starts on the year and he's gone, I think 11 combined innings in over those two starts. Um, but I like his chances tonight uh, for settling in against the Padres. I think this is a guy that, that, figures to be kind of a centerpiece of that Cardinals rotation for a long time. Uh, Moving forward, Padres 28th and weighted on base. So there's a lot of uh, pitchers with value going against really bad offenses this year. So this trio is one that you'd certainly consider if you're going uh, away from the top tier. And I think you also have to point to Irvin Santana and his road numbers, 259 ERA, 1.08 whip uh, away from target field and going against one of the worst offenses in baseball, like you said, in the Chicago White Sox.
1: John, in the bottom tier from $7,300 on down, there are a few interesting options, which include, for me, R.A. Dickey against the Mariners. The Knuckleballer has had a couple of big strikeout games in his last four starts, he continues to be an inning eater uh, something my home club misses uh, dearly and i always give consideration to an nl squad hosting an al squad with the NOAA dh at their disposal that forces the visitors out of their normal comfort zone and it's a factor for me when i look at the dfs op- options tonight the mariners starter i said uh, rasmus ramirez is a converted reliever not a big strikeout guy and pitching the contact against the middle of that braves lineup could lead to a long night for him your thoughts in this group john
2: yeah, I think I think you you mostly bring up a good point uh, on a, a team that is uh, good good to potentially target tonight with Atlanta, um, and you know with with that going against a guy in Erasmo Ramirez, uh, who who you can pretty much only count on going four maybe five right. innings, right. Um, and then you get to that bullpen that's a little bit banged up. Even though they you know kind of went and got some reinforcements around the trade deadline, it's still uh, definitely not a top notch group. And I think. Just, it's always a good idea to to target some bats uh, going in SunTrust because that really is one of the premier hitter parks out there. So I'm not really touching any of the pitchers from this uh, area, but I can definitely see guys that I'm going to target uh, with my bats, especially Erasmo Ramirez.
1: John, we get to uh, talk fantasy football for a minute because uh, the wait is over, fans. F- fantasy football is back at FanDuel. That means FanDuel is back in a big way for the football season. FanDuel, where fantasy football is there for everyday fans, there's new contests starting every week. No busted seasons here either, just like baseball. Something for everybody. Are lots of contests to choose from, starting at just $1. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score in real time. John, uh, the experience in Fanduel for me really heightens at this time of year when when I, I love to play the football. I, I know NBA is around the corner and hockey is not too far behind. So uh, things are going to be p- business is going to be picking up. But I'm uh, uh, looking forward to Week One where I, I'll be focused on the running games in the Dallas New York uh, Giants tilt. It's uh, a battle of Darren McFadden against uh, p- Perkins. Uh, I was, uh, you know, of course, I'm disappointed with the Cowboys starting running back being sidelined with that. Awful suspension situation. And I, I was expecting Eli Manning to have a big night in Dallas. And and don't like saying that, but this morning, in fact, I read that Odell Beckham Jr. may miss that game with a bad ankle. So, uh, a big part. Uh, I
2: don't. I don't know how much I buy that just yet. If if, if 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 we get to game week and it's still questionable, then I then I'll give some credence to it. But until now, if for how bad it did look on Monday night, I, I, I'm not too worried about Odell just yet.
1: Oh, you're pricking the balloon of my hope uh, right <laughs> Sorry. now, here, John. That's that's a shame. I'm also wondering about the Colts quarterback situation. If Andrew Luck can't go, that full could, fade on
2: the Colts. Full fade.
1: That could be a gr- great news for our Rams team that's hoping to surprise this season and uh, then finally Tom Brady has a big play wide out uh, added to the offense just what this guy needs huh another another right. toy
2: yeah, it's great c-
1: it could be really scary <laughs> though a tough Kansas City defense may provide a good uh, challenge in week 1 are there any other games on your radar in the first week John that you'll be looking at
2: um i i guess uh you know always looking forward to to what the ravens have in store even though i, I expect uh very little from them i think you, you you know you touched on some some of the interesting games there and then i guess from uh fantasy perspective let's see here um opening week uh, i'm excited to see how the falcons kind of respond uh because i have my doubts about about them coming off a really you know obviously crushing uh, super bowl loss so uh I would like to see them come out firing. Uh, They are, you know, pretty heavily road favored uh, against the Bears. So, you know, that'd be one way to kind of stave off the Super Bowl hangover is you get, you know, get your feet wet uh, and just like beating up on the Bears to to start your season, get your confidence back up a little bit.
1: (laughs) Nice. Kicking the Bears already when they're down. I mean, I, I, guess, I don't even feel anything one way
2: or the other towards the Bears. It's just, it's, you know, I know what they are right now. Yeah, and it's th- not good. I
1: think the world knows what they are. Another sad <laughs> season for Chicago fans in the, on the football side of things. Uh, yep. Listen, John, over two and a half million players have won and cashed prizes playing on FanDuel. To take advantage of our special offer for new users, we invite them to sign up today at FanDuel.com. rw You get a free six-month Roto-Wire subscription plus a free entry into the nfl sunday million which offers more than one million in cash prizes with your first deposit on fanduel just visit fanduel.com slash rw and of course this is void where prohibited Okay, let's get into our position by position picks, John, starting with the catchers where we see names between, a number of names between 3,400 and 3,100 in the top tier. For me, it's got to be Yaddy Molina who heads into tonight's play with a five-game hit streak, which includes three multi-hit efforts. In fact, he's been on a pretty nice roll over the last two weeks. The Yaddy Molina that we expected uh, at the beginning of the se- season is uh, in full flight right now.
2: No, absolutely. he's been, He's been unbelievable. And I think he, he's rightly priced a, as a second highest uh, catcher. Uh, tonight, but I think if you, if you are going to pay up at catcher, uh, it's hard for me to go against a guy like Gary Sanchez right now. Thirty five hundred uh, going against Jordan Zimmerman and uh, one of my favorite kind of baseball stats follows on Twitter from High Heat Stats. Uh, Gary Sanchez's career numbers in August: forty three games, twenty home runs, thirty nine RBI, a slash line of three fifty four. 422, 793. Those are just absurd numbers over over a 43 game sample there. Um, so he obviously likes it uh, when when the season is, is kind of getting it, get into the full swing there second half. And I think that Sanchez uh, is going to be able to take advantage of it, of the matchup here tonight.
1: I love that call. Uh, hard to ignore all those numbers that you're talking about. Uh, if we look a little bit lower into a bottom the bottom tier the rest of the table here uh, I like Alex Villa a lot for $2,800 he's had a hot bat hitting in each of his last five games continuing a pretty strong offensive cam- campaign this guy's been on base machine the last couple of years but he's uh, pumped up the uh the power numbers of this season now makes him more attractive at that low price tag he and his mates roughed up Wojciechowski the only other time they faced one another uh I I love this matchup and uh I have no problem putting him into my lineup tonight your thoughts John
2: Uh, I definitely like Avila I think it's smart to to get exposure uh where you can to that Cubs lineup uh, going going to cincinnati where where the ball obviously also flies that's that 's another you know top three arguably home run park in all of baseball and you know, you don't really count on Avila for for the power numbers, but uh, he's a guy, like you said, the floor is super high uh, in terms of his on-base ability. And then you got to love the rest of that lineup being able to bring him around and bring him home. Uh, So I think that Avila is a really good call there. If if you want to go a little bit lower, I I do like, you know, I'm kind of pinching my nose as I say this, but uh, Jonathan Lucroy uh, is a guy, you know, just at, at 2300. So, I mean, that seems like a punt play that That has more upside than you know the guys that he's sort of in the same neighborhood as price wise right now your your jesus Sucres, your Rene riveras your victor caratini's and so on and so forth so um you're you're just kind of betting on the talent there at 2300 to to maybe pull through maybe get you you know six seven points um and you know kind of load up on your bats elsewhere
1: yeah and you got to figure that ian kennedy's on the mound too a very hittable pitcher so that makes the Lucroy call pretty interesting for me as well i like that one john Uh, if we go over to first base we see some of the big dollar options there there's fourth healthy choices at four thousand dollars or more John who do you like up here for me Uh, the name of Goldschmidt leaps off the page at four thousand dollars we don't see him priced normally that low and we don't often talk about the fact that he was hitless in three games recently so uh, last night he snapped that streak with a pair of safeties for me an easy choice to go with him tonight in this group
2: Yeah. And and, yeah, I knew I felt a disturbance in the force with Goldschmidt going hitless on three straight nights. I knew there was something just off, but um, yeah, I think rightfully so The the pricing for for Votto and Rizzo at the top there, um, again, just targeting that game with with the really high over under at 10 uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, But I think for, you know, the guy that's sort of sandwiched between all of those folks is, is Freddie Freeman. And he's a left-handed bat, uh, he's going to be at home where the ball flies, uh, going against Erasmo Ramirez. He's got 17 home runs in 220 at-bats against right-handed pitching this year, and OPS well over 1,000 uh, against righties. So, I mean, Freeman seems like a lock, or a very safe lock. I- I'm not, you know, guaranteeing that he's going to go yard tonight per se, but um, I think that he's definitely going to be able to deliver uh, double-digit points, you know, hopefully get you that three-times value at, at 4,100.
1: John, there's also a few other quality guys down to $3,500. I might take a look at Edwin Encarnacion, priced at $3,900. He faces a lefty, and Drew Pomeranz, who's scheduled this to start despite some recent back pain issues. Uh, I think the platoon advantage is going to cause him more stress tonight. Uh, Platoon dish advantage, rather, against Edwin. I I think that one's a hard one to ignore. It's also hard to ignore Jose Abreu. uh, Despite the fact he's surrounded by a very anemic bunch of bats in that Chicago lineup, I I don't ignore his 9-for-18 ledger against twin starter Irvin Santana. And also, uh, despite a Pirates team that's struggling, Josh Bell has been on a roll of late. That includes four multi-hit efforts in his last nine games. He gets the platoon advantage against uh, Dodgers' tough lefty, Rich Hill, but don't be fooled by that because uh, Hill has reverse splits this season and been tough on uh, on righties this season. So, uh, John, those are my thoughts, your preferences in this group.
2: Yeah, that, that's an interesting point you bring up with, with Bell because, you know, he, I think he, he can hit switch, but I, I like him better as a lefty. Uh, but then going against a lefty changes that. But then again, you just said that, that Rich Hill has a reverse split. So it's a bit of a chess match there uh, as far as that matchup goes. Other guys I kind of like in the, in this range, um, Matt Carpenter at 3,500, uh, going against Chassin, uh he seems to make some sense to me. Uh, you know, he hasn't been great this season, but he hits in a, in a – in a nice part of that Cardinals order. And the, the Cardinals offense has pepped up a fair bit, uh, in the second half. And he's been, been a uh, pretty strong contributor, uh, to that. And I think, uh, Justin smoke, uh, down at 3,400 against Austin Pruitt, He's got a five, three, seven ERA. Um, you know, smoke only being 3,400, uh, when he's got, when I like him better from the left side of the plate going against a righty um, I think that smoke also makes some sense here
1: what about some of guys a little bit lower on this in this tier I like Alonzo at $3,300 he has a nice five for 12 I remember seeing all those at bats against Ari Dickey in Toronto uh, yeah. obviously not facing a knuckleballer off uh, not phased by a, a luck a knuckleballer off of what I saw I remember those a lot of those at bats being pretty loud ones so he's also snapped a, a torrid eight game hit streak last night I think this is a good bounce back opportunity for him at that price tag
2: I like that call and then uh Tommy Joseph is another guy that you know it's definitely boom or bust but you know he did homer twice uh in the against against the Marlins so uh, if you if you feel a need if you're feeling pinched at at the first base spot um Joseph at least offers a little bit of pop upside for you know for well under 3000
1: John what about at second base we see four guys at or above $3,500 including uh, Dozier who's at the head of this class for me priced at $4,300 haven't seen him up here too much uh, this season but but he's flashed big time power in the past week and he owns James Shields with a 12 and 32 record that includes four homers and an OPS of 1.34 uh, that that screams uh pick me pick me but that's a lot of money for this guy are you on any one of these guys
2: uh, yeah, that's a great call. I, I do like the Twins bats uh, tonight going against James Shields. Um, I think that uh, that makes plenty of sense here. And again, I think that that sort of strengthens my, my notion that Urban that Santana is going to be able to, to come out of this Uh, with a win this evening because I think that that twins lineup, even though it's a little bit banged up, I think Kepler is sick. I know Sano's on the, on the DL. um, But I mean, this is still a relatively quality lineup. Buxton's starting to hit now. I'll get to him a little bit later. So Dozier, I do like, and I love that history that that you called upon there Uh, on the other side of it, Moncada at 2,800. If, um, if you don't, if you don't buy what I'm selling you as far as Santana goes. Um, But then, I, I mean, really, for me, I'm I'm going on the lower end of the spectrum as far as uh, my second base call is concerned. I'm going to go with uh, Ozzy Albie's uh, of the Atlanta Braves. He's at he's sitting at three thousand. Uh, young guy, again, kind of targeting uh, the Braves a little bit tonight. Uh, sort of an under under the radar stack. Um, Albie's kind of drawing some. You know, this is obviously a long ways off, but drawing a little bit of Jose Altuve comps for his size, his combination of, you know, really small size, but uh, with a lot of pop uh, that he brings along with it. So he's just at 3000. He doesn't hit in a great part of that lineup, uh, but I do expect the Braves to light up the Mariners a fair bit. Uh, So Albies is a good way to get exposure to that game.
1: John, uh, for me, uh, I'm looking at Ian Happ for $3,200. I, uh, I saw more of him than I wanted to this past weekend as the Cubs just broke the Jays' hearts. But oh, yeah. I, I think I'd like to put him in as a part of the Cubs stack against Mojo. I told you he, earlier, he got mashed by the Cubbies the only time they faced one another. The champs are rolling right now, and Happ's been a power factor of late, so that makes good sense to me. If we swing over to third base, we see six guys, John, to consider priced over $3,500 for me. I look no further than Eugenio Suarez at thirty seven hundred dollars he 's on a power tear guts the platoon advantage against Montgomery in this group. Uh, that stands out to me. Who do you like
2: um, kind of to your point on on um, Paul Goldschmidt only being at four thousand I, I felt the same way about Jake Lamb, and I know that he's struggled over the last two weeks, you know hitting just two twenty two uh, with just a pair of home runs over that stretch. But this is a guy in jake lamb that, that is such a quality hitter. And he has so much left-handed power going against a guy in Chris Flexen who uh, I've watched a few times since he's gotten the call up to the Mets this year, um, and you know, maybe down the line he'll, he'll pan out, but uh, right now I think he's a pitcher to target uh, with bats, and I think with that uh, Lamb at 3,700 uh, makes a ton of sense to me.
1: Great call. I think an Arizona stack makes great sense tonight, too, if you can fit a couple of those big bats in there. Hel- having goalie at $4,000 might help that cause. Uh, who do you like in the 3000 to 3500 $1, range, John. For me, it's the Reds Rondon against Mike Fiers, who has been prone to the long ball this season. The price tag there's only $3,100. Or what about Jorge Polanco at $3,200? He's been on a homer terror this week and a nice hitting streak in the past week as well. Uh, and if I'm looking for a bargain hunter name south of $3,000, yes, I'm going to bring his name up because every time Longoria faces the Jays, he lights it up. He did it again last night. The price tag, $2,500. $2, you can tell my dog really likes it too. He <laughs> He's 9-for-30 uh, nine nine against Strowman, and always crushes the Jays like he did last night. Talk to me, John.
2: Uh, let's see here. I, I think uh, I do like that Rendon call. I, I think you, you brought up an excellent point in terms of fires. Uh, his, his ability to limit home runs in the middle part of the season was sort of a driving part behind his value um, after a really, really tough start to the year. And then, uh, you know, that, that sort of ability to keep the ball in the park has gone away recently, so I think uh, with that, that Washington lineup, even without Bryce Harper and, and Trey Turner, uh, is one that, that that should be able to scratch some runs across uh, off of Mike Fires. I think moving down that list a little bit, uh, I know it's a tough matchup, but Jose Ramirez at 2900, that, that's a batter that's. You know, of immense quality that that's priced below three thousand. So he screams out as a bit of a bargain uh, in my eyes, um, and that those those are the two main guys that, that I'd be targeting otherwise. And I think Corey Spangenberg a little bit too, if you know, if you want to go counter to my Luke Weaver pick.
1: Yeah, he was a name that I was looking at as well. Uh, then we look at shortstop where we see six names between thirty-seven and thirty-four hundred dollars. Do you favor one or another in this pack? I saw Javi Baez make consistent hard contact against the Jays this weekend and like him as part of my cup stack against culture
2: yeah i, th- I think uh, the the bias call is definitely interesting um uh, because you know he he really has been delivering at the plate uh, much more lately that, than uh, we've kind of been used to seeing we, you can always count on him defensively but now his, his bat is starting to come around uh, a fair bit i think if you move up the board uh, Paul DeYoung is a guy I always like to target at, at just thirty seven hundred, going against Chausin who you know he has respectable numbers. But again, you know you're getting a, a piece of that Cardinals lineup that that's been really red hot uh, pretty much since the start of August there. Um, so th- those are those are some of the ones that I like, and then also uh, Didi Gregorius uh, seems to be uh, way underpriced at thirty one hundred, going oh. against Zimmerman.
1: I agree with you there for sure. Uh, the rest of the field uh, under thirty three hundred dollars. Uh, includes the name of uh, gene segura for me this guy's been quiet of late but looks like a bargain at the top of the M's order price at only thirty two hundred dollars not too often when you get a guy who has the ability to get on base almost 38 percent of the time priced that low he'll get the extra at bat over a lot of people in in uh, this grouping too is something to consider so i like that possibility as well john now we go to the big six in the outfield What about uh, the premium options north of $4,000? Let's break them down with your faves here, though I'm excited to say that I have room for Blackman at $4,400. I haven't done that very often this year, and he gets to go against a very ordinary Ian Kennedy. That's my favorite pick in this grouping.
2: Uh, I like that. It's tough, tough to argue against that. I, I think most of these guys, uh, except n I I mean, I do love Nelson Cruz in general, but I, I just, I worry about this Mariners lineup going against a knuckleballer. um, that, that always sort of, uh, you know, it can, it can turn out really well. And they and they, they really get a hold of one and it, you know, and it goes a mile, but uh, a lot of the times, it, you know, if Dickey has it has, uh the ball moving the way he wants, uh, then this could be a very frustrating night for, for the people trying to stack up on Mariners bats uh, at SunTrust Park. So I like you also saved room for, for a primo guy here. And I'm going to go with uh, Stanton going against Mark Leiter Jr. I I don't think that, uh, you know, I think Mark Leiter Jr. down the line is going to be a good pitcher. I think he's part of that uh, young Phillies core that's going to be impressive. But Stanton uh, right now, the way he's been in the second half, uh, just unbelievable 60 home run pace. Um, And I I think even at 5,100, going to philly uh tonight i think that that if you have room for him uh why not
1: john this is going to be our second loony bet you won last week i gotta tell you and oh, so yeah I, i'm looking for revenge and so this will be the second one where it's my loony against a u.s buck uh, let's see which one of the big bats comes through for us what about some other names in the the high three thousands or even the low three thousands that you might be interested in um
2: let's see here i, I think moving down that list um, a little bit, I, like I mentioned earlier, um, I do want to touch on how, how well Byron Buxton, uh, has been yeah. doing, um, really, really impressive stuff after, for a guy that, that sort of looked like, you know, he was starting to get the, is he really just a quad a player ty- type of concerns, uh, for a little while, but in the month of August hitting three sixteen. Uh, with a 349 on base percentage which to me is arguably the most encouraging part of this because before he just couldn't get on base for anything You'd, you know he'd just be striking out uh stop OPS uh, almost at a thousand there too and the strikeout rate uh, down a little bit it's still relatively high but uh, he's got some power four home runs in 22 games in August um, and I like that matchup a lot uh, tonight for the twins going against James Shields so uh, you know Buxton just 3200 I think that, that that really screams out uh, as a pretty big bargain to me uh, this evening.
1: John, a little higher up on the board, I'm I'm seeing Aaron Judge not priced over $4,000. That's a surprise to me, and uh, uh, the fade continues uh, of late. $3,800. You might be tempted, though, against uh, a pitcher like Zimmerman. Uh, it might call for throwing him into the lineup there. Chris Taylor has been Mr. Utility for the Dodgers. They need him with some of the other guys going down around him, and he's delivered the goods consistently. Two guys up there in the high 3000 that might be worth uh, a look uh, and then if we go down in the, the lower end of that table that's where i find a couple of my guys uh, that i'm interested in so i'd like to highlight them before throwing back to you and go for it. one of those guys is uh, Reese Hoskins on a power tear of, of late three homers in his last four games uh, he gets the lefty in Nicolino in Florida. I love the fact that he has the platoon advantage as well. And uh, this kid doesn't know any better. He, he's going to continue this streak with that favorable matchup. I also like Christian Jelic with a hot streak and a platoon advantage priced at only $3,200 tonight. Uh, aside from these guys, who might be uh, contrarian or tournament type plays in the lower end of this board, John?
2: Um, well, I think uh, Cargo. Um, at 2,800. I know that it's not a game at cores, but you're still getting uh, Cargo at, at under 3,000 there, uh, going against Ian Kennedy, who, we, who we've mentioned, uh, you know, ERA over five, uh, pension to give up the long ball. Um, so he's someone that, that you could potentially uh, try to work into your lineup. Um, I like Michael Taylor uh, a little bit uh, there as well. And I think Carlos Beltran, uh, to going against Edwin Jackson. I, you know, I couldn't believe uh, I was watching Edwin Jackson's last start out, um, against the Padres on Thursday. And I just couldn't believe that he made it through seven innings in, in less than 90 pitches, uh, wow. with one earned run allowed that so that, that to me, that's more reflective of how lost the Padres are than, than how good Edwin has been. So I think, uh, you know, the, that sort of uh, tails off tonight uh, against uh, against the Astros.
1: All right. We've taken a look at all the position players, the pitchers. Uh, time to put our lineups together. John, what does your preferred lineup look like this evening?
2: All right. I'm going to go uh, starting off with, with Luke Weaver uh, at my pitcher spots just to uh, kind of uh, save myself some room uh, for, for some of the bigger bats there. Um, I have Jonathan Lucroy. Um, down at, at the 2,300 mark, again, kind of punting uh, at first base a little bit. Uh, um, and then uh, first part of my Brave stack uh, is at first base with with Freddie Freeman. Again, I, I love the platoon advantage that he's got in the home ballpark against Erasmo. Um, Ozzie Albee's backing that up uh, for me at the second base spot for just 3,000 uh, third base, Jake Lamb, 3,700. That seems like, uh, the, probably the biggest no brainer in my lineup. Uh, DD Gregorius, again, just a really quality hitter. I can't believe he's only 3,100 against Jordan Zimmerman, um, regardless of, of recent production or not. Um, and then outfield, I have, uh, John Carlos Stanton, uh, Byron Buxton. And then I, I initially had Michael A. Taylor, but, um, I also initially had Robinson Chirinos at catcher, so I pivoted down uh, to get Luke Roy. Save me, save myself three hundred bucks, and I'm going to go with Matt Kemp to to give myself uh, three parts of that Braves lineup.
1: A Matt Kemp mention on this show usually pays off big time, so that's interesting. Normally, there go. normally go. it's me that brings him up, John. So we'll see if that continues. But uh, I'll counter with Zach Godley. I couldn't look away when I saw he was priced at eighty-eight hundred dollars. It's uh, up at the higher end of the board, but backed by that t- solid uh, Arizona lineup against the New York team that's throwing a, a rather ordinary pitcher up against the, that that attack uh, I think Godley has a chance with a strikeout a good strikeout game to put up a big score uh, I'll throw Alex Avila behind the plate uh, the Cubs uh, and the and the Reds face off tonight $2,800 the price tag for a guy who's an on-base machine uh, and uh, I'll pair him up Uh, Jose Jose Abreu similarly Minnesota and Chicago White Sox that matchup. $3,700 the price tag for Abreu I spoke about his record against uh, Santana in that one favoring him he's a tough the only tough out in that lineup and uh, unless they pitch around him he's gonna he's gonna find a way to get a good game score on his own Uh, second baseman Ian Happ I saw too much of this guy on the weekend uh, for the Cubbies against the Jays and uh, he gets the favorable matchup against Cincinnati part of a stack that I would certainly recommend at $3,200 uh, partnering him with Avia. that's that's being a pretty nice stack for the White Sox that won't cost you that much and uh, speaking of not costing you that much Evan Longoria price at $2,500 that has to be a misprint uh, John pure and symbol <laughs> against the Blue Jays this guy's lights out and he's tough on Stroman as I mentioned nine for 30 head-to-head career and he even had a big game last night to start off that series Gene Segura gets to lead off against uh, R.A. Dickey. They have a brief history that favors Segura. And uh, uh, Segura, for his part, is another on-base machine. Could have a good game score and gets the extra at-bat over a lot of guys in the field at shortstop. So I'll I'll take advantage of that for $3,200. Then in the outfield, I look for the hot stick of Reese Hoskins uh, to continue. Nice streak uh, for the youngster. $3,100 the price tag. Good power being shown so far. And he gets a good matchup tonight to continue that stretch. Uh, affords me the opportunity. All of this affords me the opportunity to bring in Charlie Blackman, who's going to carry my flag against you in that one-dollar side bet that we have. Let's sure. go, uh, Colorado against Kansas City. Ian Kennedy's a gas can. I say Blackman lights him up tonight for $4,400. I'll happily spend that money. Christian Yelich rounds out my squad. He's on a power tear, one of the better and more underrated top uh, power options in, in uh, the National League outfielders. And uh, he's priced at only $3,200 against the Phillies tonight. So that's my squad. You've told me yours. What about the optimizer? What does it say?
2: The optimizer, as always, huge Rich Hill fan um 8800 for for rich hill um i can i can definitely see the reasoning behind it though um, given given the the Pirates sort of uh, come back to earth over the last month or so offensively. Uh, catcher, Jonathan Lucroy 2300, uh, Tommy Joseph uh, at first base. So really kind of uh, punting your, your catcher in your first base spots to, to load up elsewhere. And you'll see why uh, momentarily, again, Tommy Joseph going against Justin Nicolino um, with the platoon advantage, going against a lefty. Um, and Joseph obviously coming off the two home run performance on Tuesday gives him a little bit of upside coming into, uh, Wednesday's games, uh, Daniel Murphy, uh, at 3600 going against houston going against mike fires who again is starting to to kind of lose his ability to limit the long ball uh in a in a pretty big way it's been pretty bad lately um then we've got jose ramirez at 2900 huge value sort of like what you said about longoria it almost feels like a misprint uh as far as his salary is concerned there uh hitter of his quality being under three thousand Corey seager would be the optimizer shortstop 3,700, getting a piece of the Dodgers uh, top third of the lineup uh, against Trevor Williams, never a bad idea. Uh, And then for the outfield, um, Mike Trout, uh, so getting a premium option there uh, against Texas, and then a, a pairing of of Red Sox to round out your outfield with really nice prices on both of them. Uh, Mookie Betts, thirty five hundred going against Kluber and Andrew Benintendi. So it, you know, if you are not of the opinion that Kluber is going to dominate the Red Sox tonight, uh, then those are definitely uh, two guys to to keep an eye on uh, for your lineups.
1: For me, they sound like very very low possibility uh, contrarian picks, John. I, I think Kluber's sure. been lights out. And uh, the Red Sox are in tough this evening. Uh, speaking of teams that are in uh, a bit of a, a tough time, we have not talked about the Dodgers in this regard. They've had a bit of a speed wobble of late. Uh, John, if you're going to go uh, into one of these, uh, this is not the more, worst time of year to have it happen with such a nice lead in the standings for them. They're coasting to the finish line. But any reason for concern in L.A.? I
2: mean, th- this, is, this is something where, you know, if it was September and we're... we're we sort of were getting to, like, dress rehearsal time before before the playoffs started, then you'd feel a little bit uneasier about it. But this really feels like the – oddly enough, they've had plenty of attrition throughout the year, uh, starting with um, Andrew Tolles tearing his ACL at the, at the start of the year and, uh, you know, Hunjin Ryu kind of not – Ah, uh, delivering, and then uh, Adrian Gonzalez being out for a long time, but they've they've kind of been struck by this new crop of injuries here with with uh, Bellinger hitting the DL with with a bit of an ankle. Uh, They don't believe it to be serious, but it's still, you know, not great to to have him sidelined. And then uh, Alex Wood, one of the best starting pitching stories of the entire year, uh, being out with it with an upper uh, body issue. So that that's also a little bit concerning. But, you know, through it all, the Dodgers are still eight and and two over the last 10 games. Uh, They have a 21-game lead over the Diamondbacks, who are 12 games over 500. So that that gives you an an idea of how far away from the rest of the pack they are. So I think if any team is built uh, to handle this sort of adversity, um, at least from a player, personnel, and performance uh, standpoint, I think the Dodgers would be it. So I am not concerned about them as of yet.
1: Well, John, that takes us to the end of the episode, and I got to tell you, I'm I'm so excited about what's coming up this weekend for me in Toronto with the fantasy sports. Show. I'm pumped
2: for it. You got to you got to give me the full rundown afterward.
1: A few of your buddy, our buddies, are coming up from the home home office to represent here, I think, and uh, some of the local guys who, who do some stringer work for Toronto as well at RotoWire are going to be involved. So I'm looking forward. It's the second chance I get to hobnob with, with my brothers and sisters uh, at Rotowire because I'm remote right from you guys. So looking forward to that aspect, but really excited about it. And uh, that'll wrap it up for this week, John. So there you have it for John McKechnie, who's a great follow, at Johnny McKechnie. I'm Paul Bruno, and you can follow me at Statsman22, and we wish you good luck with your FanDuel picks. Come back to listen to our pods on a daily basis to get an edge on the competition. So long, everybody.